I like the part where it feels like a play to force people into um, paying for promotions because they minimize the organic reach to such an extent. And, you know, this is something that we talked about before Sorry. where a lot of the, um, a lot of people get their validation from these things. And, it, you know, so to talk about whether it's that, that's a good thing or a bad thing right. isn't something that, you know, anyone is qualified to do because that's just a norm in society where social media is used to govern self-worth, validation, confidence, and it, it makes sense. It's a source of dopamine. You know, you feel connected with people and um, when they engage with stuff you're doing, you feel happy. You, you, so, some, you know, it's natural to feel happy and stuff like that, but the point that I'm trying to make is they, they minimize that so that you start paying for promotions, which makes no sense. So I actually, I don't, okay, well I have a few things to comment on that you said. All great points. Um, So the first thing on uh, paying for promotions, I don't think it's necessarily necessary. I think um, the real question is how many people get on, post a photo, say, okay, I made my post for the day, now I just am expecting people to like and comment it, versus... They make a post, they're actively engaging with people coming to their page, they're trying to form genuine relationships. They go to their page, they support them on their journey, on Mm -hmm. their, how many people are actually creating the connection versus, again, throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping for an outcome. That's a very good point. it will give back what you give to it. That's number one. And the more you also engage and you interact with people, I think people naturally, it's like a, anything else. If uh, if you bring someone a cup of tea because you're like, you know what, you look thirsty. The next time you're probably thirsty, they're going to say, hey, I just ran by you know the tea shop. I thought you needed a tea. It's yeah. just more... You're building a relationship to go back and forth. So I think that's so important. It doesn't build itself. It's it, There's right. so much work behind this. A lot scenes. of work. Number two, uh, addressing your other lot, point yeah. on yeah. validation online. I have two points on this. Mm-hmm. Number one, when it comes to validation online, I think that's why it's so important that uh, each of us take also responsibility about what messages we're choosing to put out there online as an individual. I hope everyone, it, they're really choosing for them, their best self, their most positive self, uh, and really, uh, I, I think it's so important that the youth that comes to Instagram, they don't walk away with a message that you know, what's important in life is... Uh, that hair dye or this clothing piece like bikini but i hope they really if anything i hope they're looking and they're getting inspired in so many different ways say that boss babe that entrepreneur that fitness level and dedication that i hope they're looking at a much deeper level Level. in connecting in a different way it's so important the footprint each of us leave Mm -hmm. and how we're helping to impact that number three I want to touch on your point is you're saying how everyone is trying to reach inwardly for uh, to feel connection, which I think is a big reason why everyone reaches towards social for validation. I've said it so many times. I think 
it's sad in so many ways to me just when I think of my youth to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my youth, I was outside 24-7 playing <laughs> kickball, riding bicycles. Technology just was not, it wasn't how you spent your youth. I think whether it's, it's number one, being too tied to technology. It's an instant gratification, whether it's a like system, whether it's Netflix on demand. We live in instant gratification society. Even dating. How many dating apps are people, you know, like swiping versus approaching, building relationships? I think there's a big missing part in our society with building foundations and really getting to know people uh, at deeper levels. Uh, I think so much of that lack of connection, which everyone craves because they're human and we're all energetically connected, mm-hmm. I think that's really why they end up seeking validation online because they so much crave these human connections with people in real life that we lack. Yeah, no, um, and let me add on a few thoughts on my side too. Um, so, so basically, I think we can look at Instagram in, in, in many different ways, but I think before somebody were to choose to have an Instagram or social media, you have to kind of understand why do you make that choice? You know, are you choosing for instant gratification? This is not something people often ask themselves. You know, to me, Instagram is not an or or Facebook or any of these social entities. They're not negative in any way, shape, or form. It's what people create out of them and how they interpret what is being shown, what is being seen, what they're putting out to the world. So, for example, many of which, you know, like Lisa and I, for example, we are entrepreneurs. We are we utilize our Instagram and our Facebook and our our accounts for business, and because of that. You know, um, relationships are very prominent and very important. Um, we treat it like a business. If you were to see, you know, in-person business, for example, you sit at a conference room, you give a presentation, you talk about, you know, opportunities, how you like to escalate, you know, talk about growth, this, that, whatnot. Same thing with Instagram. You treat it like a business, it's going to treat you treat you nicely. Mm-hmm. So so to me, even though it's, it's so apparent and important that we get back to human instinct skills mm-hmm. <laughs> and communicate in person and actively and socially and that's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lisa was saying when we used to play kickball as a kid. But but now when we look at Instagram and these other portals, you know, are we looking at it from is a child who's who's getting an Instagram, are their parents monitoring the account? Are are they doing it because, you know, their cheerleader girlfriends are, you know, on there and they're trying to show who wears the best bikini? Oh, 100%. You know, so, so it's kind of like, what are we teaching our kids? What are, you know, parents, homes, schools, what are we teaching our kids? How are we really utilizing our platforms? So, and that's up to you. So anybody that is, you know, negative about it or whatnot, if, they're, if there's a bully on there, if there's something inappropriate, report it. You know, but I'd hate to yeah. say that Instagram has been is negative, or even the amount of followers um, for, for for account. Kind of getting back to what we were talking about earlier, followers do not determine anybody's worth ever, ever, ever. You know, um, I think lower follower, higher it doesn't matter. But the important is maintaining relationships, and if you treat it like a business, you know, just like McDonald's fast food, like they have a lot of people that have gone through them for years or whatever. You know, 
they you know or chick-fil-a like hello how are you doing you know what do they say um my pleasure yeah um so they're treating people consistently and they have a large you know crowd to them but not mm-hmm. to say that any any you know local business wouldn't thrive doing what they do right so again it's it's if you look at it in that way it's a very positive aspect and i want to add on to what we talked about earlier and as well in the sense of you know we kind of talked about you know, talent and, and act, or we, t- we talked about, you know, Instagram and followers and this and that, and then we started talking about acting a little bit earlier um, together. I don't know if that was on the podcast or not, <laughs> or that was personal, but nonetheless, I um, you know, I transcended from, from performance on stage for like mm-hmm. 15 years for like a long time, and then um, went into acting the past two to three years. Now, if I would have just gone from point A to point B without an Instagram or Facebook that leveraged my career potentially, like very exponentially, um, I don't know that I would have the same success now as I, I don't know that I would have the same success now. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Like, you know, in the sense of I'm gracious and grateful to Instagram and Facebook because many times I've had producers, directors reach out to me personally. I like your look. I like your vibe. Can you send me a monologue? Can you do this? You know, I'd really like to get you on this commercial versus me having to, you know, I still go to auditions. I still work my butt off. We work our butt off so hard. Like, you know, we put in like, you know, hours and hours, like 10 plus a day, whether it be Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be something, you know always towards our business. We're putting full-time full hours. Full-time hours. We're not, like, you know, just sitting on a chair, oh, I feel like liking this post. No, 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 no. It's not how it works. Um, so we you, treat you it, approach it like a business. Absolutely. Then, we approach it like a business. And that's, and that's how you should, yeah. Going in alignment with what she said, again, Instagram itself, it's a beautiful platform. Right? Yeah. It's just, don't let it define you. Correct. Like, don't search there for the validation. Know your worth going into it. Know your message going into it. Know what you're going to stand for. Know what you're trying to promote. Know these things going into it, but don't think you're going to get on a platform like this or any to find the answers out there or be somehow validated or... Uh, yeah. Draw your don't worth from. Don't draw no. your worth from out there. Go in there. Know the value you bring to your table. Know the what you want to share and what you want to say. And yes, it's an excellent platform. You made a very good point when you said we should take more responsibility because mm-hmm. even if you have a hundred followers, you know, you choose to put, um, you can choose to still promote positive content. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation when I had, uh, when I had Jonathan on, we had this exact conversation where, you know, his follower count is a, a, may not be as high as someone else's, but he chooses to operate in specific categories where he wants to help people where he can you know where he knows enough to help people rather and i think that's a very good point and something that you know everyone should adapt Mm -hmm. just try to be a little bit more positive and see you know what you can add to other people's lives and know and know your talents and know your talents in the sense of in the sense of you know yourself and when you're authentic and you're real and you don't need, you know, again, validation outward. When you know yourself, you know, okay, Sarah, you are a very social being. Okay, Sarah, you love interacting with people. Maybe going about it in this way would be, you know, more profound for your career. And I say this, many, many actors and people that I, I know in the industry, you know, that were working with me, um, you know, we were 
together for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, they never started um, a Facebook or Instagram or had, hadn't had that idea. And then I, you know, for myself personally, I said, I need to think outside the box for me. Yeah. You know, again, the only person I compare myself to is me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. And I need to look within and say, okay, Sarah, what resonates with me? And I said, I want to be the change I wish to see in the world. I want to use my platform to make a difference, but I also mm-hmm. want to continuously to be me. And so for me, I was like, let me create a platform myself. I don't need someone created for me. I don't need a manager. I don't need a record label. I want to create it myself. Yeah. And I made that decision a long time ago. I didn't sign with a record label. I decided to go solo. And by doing that, I chose to be my own manager. I chose to be my own you know, um, booking agent. I chose to, you know, basically run all my social media accounts. And and looking at it, someone might say, oh my gosh, that is so overwhelming and so much. And I look at it and I'm like, yeah, but look at the average person that works in corporate America. They probably work like eight to 10 hours a day sitting at a desk, staring at a computer mm-hmm. as well. You know, for me, it's not even about the computer, not just that. I get to work on acting. I get to work on singing. I get to focus wholeheartedly on my PR and marketing experience as well. And, you know, so I don't mind putting that extra time to it. And I don't mind catering that extra time to being me, myself, and I and focusing on my passions. And in doing that, in doing that and watching the evo- like evolution over, you know, years of me focus- learning this, because I didn't know this the first time I came out with my first debut album, I evolved into the person I am mm-hmm. and, you know, got back to my childhood self, as we call it. <laughs> um, knowing what I know now and seeing, seeing me being able to be myself and having success for me being me... It's like I would have it no other way. It is not overwhelm. It is, and actually doing it found me. It gives you the most freedom because you also in the sense of in the sense of yes, I don't feel, and I can say this very confidently. I don't feel like if I had um, somebody else um, running um, my career um, or telling me what to wear, telling me how to sing. This happened before. Mm -hmm. Um, If I chose to continue that route. I do not feel I would have the same success sitting right here talking to you as I do now having done it myself. And we've said it, we've both said it before is you have to ask yourself no you have to tell yourself no one's going to want it as bad for you never as you want it yourself. True. So no matter who you have representing you, you have to equal, equally be grinding and hustling on the other end regardless. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you talk about that too. They may be, you know, even if it's a manager, they may be managing a whole roster of people. Yeah. So they're looking out equally for everyone. You could just be a percentage. Whereas you're there and you're saying, I'm a one for one. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something truly powerful in that, that no one's going to be able to push the boundaries, push the envelope as much as you can. 